0: Hello Seeker! Welcome to episode number 12 of Self-Improvement and Spirituality in Practice, Blooming with Gracie Hu. Today I'm going to talk about our powerful unconscious forces. Yes, this is a very interesting subject because you have no idea how powerful you are because you have these intelligences acting behind the scenes of your unconscious to attract people and circumstances to your life and because they are in your unconscious they are very extremely powerful to create and transform your reality. So I'm going to put some light onto them today to show you you were much more complex than you thought. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer and an independent spiritualist from Brazil. I became my own guru, yes, and the reality transformer. Today I help and empower people motivated by self-improvement to become their own gurus too and to transform their reality consciously. And why? Using their hidden inner powers and those unconscious forces I'm talking about today are part of your hidden inner powers. Because, I don't know if you are aware of this, but the cause of everything in your life is within you and to change the effects you need, you must work on the cause. So, if you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for better, Stay here, and let's have a conversation. We are made up of light and shadow, a pair of complementary opposites. In other words one needs the other to maintain our balance as an integral being the light part is related to our consciousness our lower self and our higher self or soul in this aspect we have our will which by the way is not as free as we like to believe but anyway It's with our will that uh, we make choices and decisions in life. And our light part also involves the conscious part of our mind, which we can master with our personal will, like thinking, reasoning and imagination. Maybe you don't really master your imagination. Maybe it is so crazy. Or you don't master, you are not in charge of your thinking process also because you can have a wild mind with a lot of thoughts going through it and uh, driving you crazy. But anyway, you should, uh, or at least you have the ability to master your mind, right? And the shadow part of us is composed of our unconscious, everything that is hidden in us below the conscious surface and acting independently of our will. In other words, the shadow part is a structure of the psyche with autonomous elements and endowed with a lot of power to interfere in our physical constitution and our psychic, emotional, mental, and material life. And our unconscious is so powerful that it really attracts people and situations in our lives and creates circumstances. So it's very important to be aware of this shadow part of us, our unconscious, and its elements who act in our life without us realizing it here it's worth emphasizing a differentiation that I make. What psychology usually calls the shadow side, I call the dark side, formed by our weaknesses that we refuse to see and accept. It also contains our head-repressed instinct based on social or religious morals. Most people simply deny and repress what they consider ugly or shameful in themselves, pushing it into a hidden corner of the unconscious and just pretending it doesn't exist. So, basically, we know this dark side of us, but we try to hide it from other people because we want to be accepted, right? And in contrast, What I call the shadow side is an extremely powerful part of us, composed of our unconscious forces. And as these forces have not been studied by conventional science, people do not know about them to bring them into the light of consciousness and integrate them into the psyche, so they can work for the individual because when neglected denied and not respected they those forces inner forces and cultural forces they often turn against us they are not what I call sabotaging sub personalities and I talked about the sabotaging subs in another episode and where I explained what they are how they are formed and how they act but here what i'm talking about the shadow part of us they have nothing to do with the sabotage subpersonalities also they all work in our unconscious but uh, the shadow part is part of our integrity system this more instinctive intelligence so to speak and with their own will We'll call them shadows and divide them into two types. Imagine that we are like a company with several departments: financial, responsible for money. Uh, we have the department related to the professional aspect, which deals with our job, our work, or our career. There are other departments like family, social which includes uh, friends and uh, acquaintances, there is the affective and the sexual department. Each area of our life has like a manager or a director to take care of it, who has the autonomy to act as he wishes or according to certain presidential guidelines. Imagine there is a company inside of you, right, with different departments. Well, You are the CEO, the president, the big boss, the owner of the whole thing. If any sector of the company isn't doing well or doesn't have such a satisfactory performance with good results, what does the president do? He calls the manager or the director for a meeting, doesn't he? So each department in your life is run by a shadow. And that shadow does what you train it to do or what you order. And here is the importance of you being very aware of the existence of these shadows, as they may not be working so well because you, the boss, have not taken charge of the company. And what happens when the owner omits and is negligent? employees can start to act rebelliously and even against him to get his attention, right? So, in practice, if an aspect of your life is not going well, it's needed a conversation with the respective shadow to know what is happening, what you did to get the situation to that point, and what you need to do to give conditions for the manager to act in the best way for you. Because it's him, the manager, who will create circumstances and attract people into your life. You alone do nothing. It's the powerful forces of your unconscious that, in connection with the invisible forces of life, work to create your reality. If you think you are in control of your life, or at least you like to think like this, you know, having this illusion that you can control your life, well, please, wake up. At this point of your life, you should have noticed that you cannot control everything, right? Or to be generous, actually, because you, you don't control people, you don't control circumstances, what you attract in your life. So you got to be humble about this, right? And the, the controlling people are the ones who suffer more because they are more anxious and they're they are more stressed. And uh, because they don't know about the invisible forces of life. So if you don't know about them and how they work, then you cannot be aligned with them. You cannot trust them to work with you. Actually, that's why I said you alone do nothing. You have other forces that I call invisible in life, but also the visible forces inside of you, within you, in your unconscious. Positive thinking is okay, but it's not enough to transform anything in your life. And uh, if you try positive thinking, you should already have noticed that they are really not enough, right? Because if positive thinking was enough, the world would have much more millionaires, right? So, likewise, just wanting is not getting. How many times... Have you thought positive and wished for something and nothing happened? That's what I always say. To change the effects you have, you need, you must work on the cause. And the cause of everything in your life is there within you. It doesn't matter if you're not aware of it, but if you have this consciousness, it's already the first step to promote changes in your reality. And in addition to the shadows that manage your practical life, there is another type of shadow that takes care of your physical and spiritual integrity, which I call power animal, strength animal, inner animal or just animal. It's him with his instinctive intelligence who takes care of our physical body, including the immune system, and speaks to us through the sixth sense or intuition and also your inner animal is connected to the collective unconscious and alerts you about dangers invisible to your eyes for example it's your sixth sense that tells you or at least tries to tell you when you cannot trust someone when they are lying to you and uh, when there's a danger, if you go to a, a specific place. I don't know if you pay attention to your intuition, but you do have an intelligence inside of you that is responsible for protecting you, is responsible for your defense system, not only about energy around you, but uh, also really the immune system of your physical body. You can command and even dominate your conscious mind, but the functioning of your body is not you, the self full of wills, who directs, right? There is an intelligence inside of you that keeps everything going while you sleep and turn off your rational mind. When you go to sleep, you don't need... To order your body. Oh, keep everything functioning well, keep my heart beating and pumping blood to all my body and keep my body breathing. You don't need to worry about that. And why? Because there's this intelligence, it's very instinctive in your unconscious. It's programmed to work without you, right? It's like a software running in your unconscious. And that intelligence takes care of the digestive process, for example, separating nutrients from what doesn't serve and should be discarded afterward, right? So, just for an example, try to eat or drink something that your inner animal doesn't want. What will happen? He will vomit. That's something you can't control. And if it's something very bad for your body, He will cause diarrhea, for example, to eliminate that bad thing as fast as possible. Another example, try watching a movie that your mind finds interesting when your animal wants to sleep. What will happen? You will fall asleep without realizing it. Likewise, try to program your body to wake up or perform certain biological functions at specific times. Your animal will work without you having to set the alarm on your cell phone. That's what I do. I always did that. I never used an alarm to wake up at any specific time, for example. I What I do when I go to bed, the last thing I do, I visualize the clock in, the, in a specific time and just pay attention for like three seconds and that's it it's how I program my unconscious to wake me up at that time it sounds silly it's very simple but it works and that shows me really that's the proof that I really have an intelligence inside of me that I can program to act the way I want or the way I need so yes your inner animal is powerful, very powerful. For this very reason, it's better to maintain a good relationship with him. The question is very simple. In a power struggle between the conscious self and the unconscious, the later the unconscious is the one who has the most strength to win and even cause great disasters in a person's life, not to mention physical and health problems. It's the animal that takes care of the maintenance of the physical body. When you get hurt, for example, you don't need to order your body to regenerate itself, right, because the process is automatic. It's this unconscious intelligence that works silently behind the scenes And that's why I use the term shadow to designate it. It's like a factory program software to perform basic tasks automatically without your conscious mind having to worry. It's that simple. Trouble comes when you, with your will, decide to do something that breaks the balance. It can be thinking negatively, having morbid fears in your mind and increasing your level of anxiety, for example. Or forcing your body with activities that don't give pleasure to your animal or that exhaust his strength. Or also eating foods, drinks, drugs or substances that harm him, your animal, your body in some way. As far as the functioning of your physical and mental integrity is concerned, your animal's will is greater than yours. And it's him who gives the last word with reactions that you don't control with your conscious mind. And here is a very interesting aspect also. It's your animal that chooses who has to do with you sexually, for example. Even if your head chooses someone more convenient for aesthetic, moral, social, cultural, religious, or even financial reasons, you still cannot control physical chemistry. Can you? No, you can't. That is, you cannot force your body to like the kiss, for example, the touch, the smell, and get excited and feel pleasure with that person. Try to make out or have sex with someone your animal doesn't like. Either your body or the intelligence in your body, your animal likes someone or doesn't like someone, right? Try to make out and have sex with someone your animal doesn't like. It will be weird, to say the least. On the other hand, when he likes someone or someone's animal, the chemistry is just intense. It's incredible and also uncontrollable. It's just the thought of that person. You can feel the reaction in your body. Because who has sex is the animal, not the head, right? You don't have sex with your mind. It's something very instinctive. And if you force your body to be with someone your animal doesn't like, it will be like an aggression to your animal. Just don't do that, you know, don't make trouble with your animal. Likewise, another interesting aspect, who have physical skills such as talent, or a gift for a certain sport, dance, or play a musical instrument, is also the animal. It's not the head that plays basketball or soccer, for example, and makes impressive plays. This is something very instinctive. The good player, like a soccer player, he doesn't think, you know, like he doesn't calculate the right angle, the right speed, to kick the ball and and reach the goal, right? It's just a different kind of intelligence is the physical intelligence in the body. The body simply knows what to do. It's pure instinct, proving that there is indeed a greater and even genius intelligence in it. Even charisma is an aspect of the shadow which when strong and powerful has a magnetic aura that uh, really attracts and enchants other people. Someone with a very strong charisma doesn't have to worry about pleasing other people. Just their presence is enough to do that, right? And people are just uh, drawn to that person without knowing exactly why there's you know, something that kind of person has, which is invisible, they are like magnets to other people. And here is another important point. What you experience in your head with a strong emotion is engraved on your body and in your shadow. This is how we traumatize ourselves with unpleasant situations and teach our shadows without realizing it, of course, to avoid further suffering, especially in the affective area, the our love life, when the person is so afraid of suffering again because they had very bad experiences before, the animal learns that uh, love is danger because it causes a lot of suffering before. It's not that love is is dangerous but uh, because the person didn't know how to do well with the frustrating situations in their love life and also there are people who really like to suffer for love they think it's noble it's romantic or, or whatever they you know listen to romantic songs and start to cry they really like to suffer so the more intense the feeling, the emotion. And the more it lasts, the more the animal will understand that uh, going through that kind of situation is really bad. So what happens? Your inner intelligence will avoid that same kind of situation in the future. So that person, who is afraid of suffering again, simply cannot attract a nice partner anymore with whom they can have a meaningful relationship. The shadow is taught to avoid anyone who might be at risk of greater involvement. So all people that will be attracted won't be so meaningful, you know, because uh, falling in love was learned as harmful as dangerous and that's why they will have a very frustrating love life later it's also the animal that knows where to find what you need or like do you know when you leave home and suddenly without thinking enter a place that has exactly what you were looking for or that food or drink you love on sale when you decide to go to the grocery store out of Nothing and then what you really love is there on sale. That's your animal making you find what you want, what you need or what it likes. And what about when you're feeling your guts says someone is lying to you or that you should be careful with a friend because her strange reaction was one of wicked envy. This shadow is pure instinct. It's like an animal, really, that sniffs at a distance and speaks through your intuition. Too bad that your head doubts that inner voice and despises it many times, right? Because maybe you listen much more to your head than to your intuition. I have another episode where I talked about loss and retrieval of parts of the soul. When I do a soul retrieval, I use my client's animal to go to the lost part of the soul because it's also the animal that knows where the lost part of someone's soul is. To go there in the spiritual world and allow me to make the retrieval with the client. But this is another type of work I do. Let's get back to the topic. The shadow can also be taught. give more importance to others. So when the person does something to help someone they get good results but when their turn comes everything goes wrong and their life doesn't move or their health is impaired because their shadow has been conditioned to care for someone else such as a child or parent. So you can unconsciously put your shadow your inner force to work for other people and what happens in this case you won't have help for your own things everyone has their shadows and their inner animal to work for themselves if your forces are not working for you basically they are either working for someone else or they are out of balance or they are fighting with you the Most obvious case is someone with health issues. Maybe their animal is working for someone else, so they become weak. Their animal doesn't have enough energy to keep their health. Maybe you don't have a good relationship with your animal, because first, you are not aware of it. And second, you don't treat your animal well and the worst case is when you not only don't treat your animal well but you really mistreat him and he can be very angry at you really in a fight with you and how can you know that when i work with a client and uh, his animal the first impression the first image that comes up to my client's mind is very uh, significant of the type of relationship they are having at that moment because sometimes the animal emerges in a form very angry or not giving attention to the person, avoiding contact, avoiding any communication. So basically I use simple techniques to access the contents Of the unconscious with no complicated rituals or mysteries. Shadows themselves have no shape, they are just unconscious forces with specific functions. However, our conscious mind needs images, it doesn't know how to deal well with the abstract. Therefore, when I work with a shadow, it's more functional that it takes any shape, In the case of shadows that govern practical aspects of life, they usually appear in the client's mind in human form. When the case involves the functioning of the body, the animal form is more interesting, because this shadow is very similar to our understanding of a pet, which is instinctive, protective, intelligent and has a will of its own and can be trained to act as we wish. Every, I repeat, every disease, physical or psychic, is the effect of some problem with the shadow. And what to do then? Deal with the cause, that is, work with the shadow. In fact, material, financial, emotional, affective or social problems are with the shadow. It is necessary to reconnect with these forces, recognize them, accept them, listen to them, respect them and abide by them to get changes and improvements in life. In my work as a therapist, I use and teach techniques to access these unconscious forces. At the first moment, I play the role of negotiator between the parties, to understand the origin of the disharmony and reach a peace agreement. Yes, I am a kind of Dr. Dolittle, (laughs) who listens and talks to animals and shadows of others' unconscious but you can also connect with your own power forces and build a beneficial relationship with them. The results are immediate and always positive. So, what I have to say to you, take good care of your shadows, take good care of your animal. Don't mistreat him, don't hurt him, don't force him to do what he doesn't want nor like with arguments from your neurotic head and your rational and logical mind. Don't make your shadow sad, don't make it rebellious or angry. Do not despise it or you will pay an expensive and bitter price, believe me. It can drive you crazy with mania, compulsions, panic attacks, syndromes, and even madness itself. Really, it's no kidding. As a final example, what happens when a person doesn't treat their pet well? When they don't take good care of him, giving attention, affection and pleasure, playing and taking to walk and even socialize with other animals? The animal becomes sad, feeling abandoned and can start making small acts of revenge to get attention. You know when a pet pees on your favorite carpet, for example, or do exactly what you don't want them to do? Well, your inner animal can do the same just to get your attention because he's feeling needy. Ultimately, the pet can simply ignore the owner and leave, especially if he finds someone else who will treat him better, right? So, who has an animal needs to take care of him. And those who take good care always have a faithful friend. And that's the importance of not only being aware of your inner animal, because it's really powerful and... uh, able to create your reality attract anything in your life good or not and uh, also a good relationship with it can be very helpful and uh, you can really have a, a loyal friend and that's priceless i have another episode in my podcast talking about how your reality is created. One of the factors that interfere in this is your inner powerful and intelligent forces, right? As I describe it here. So how can you know the real cause of a frustrating or even painful situation in your life in order to work on it and change the effects? How can you know if you have to deal with uh, something external, uh, sabotaging subpersonality? if you have to work with your shadow or your inner animal or do a soul retrieval? Well, if you're feeling lost and stuck in a situation you cannot change, what can you do? You can DM me! <laughs> To schedule a session <laughs> because I trained my sensitivity to identify the cause of any really any situation in life, and I, with that information, uh, with the real cause, I can work on it. And what seems so complicated and even impossible to people in general for me. I can't have such a clarity of the situation and the solution for it. So I'm here f- for it, you know, to help people transform their reality. But besides having trying to schedule a private session with me, you can do much more. Because after 18 years working as an, a therapist with these unique techniques, I learned with the higher spirituality I have results right so I know my method really works in so many different types of situations and that's why I'm launching a program a 90-day program that is really designed to not only help people bloom to their best version and transform their reality but also to teach them how to do the same so they can become independent and they can become their own therapist and their own guru. Because what are the steps of this program? I will read your birth chart I because I use astrology as a powerful tool for diagnose the main challenges in someone's life. I will explain why so many struggles in your life. Everything will make sense. And uh, I will identify your sabotaging sub personalities. Also everything, just looking at your birth chart. And then we will work with your sabotaging subs to have them playing in your team and not against you anymore and we will work with your shadows with your inner animal i will unlock let's put like this i will unlock your unconscious it's very safe you don't have to worry and uh, i will show you how to deal with your inner forces to make them work for you and by inner forces i'm talking about your shadows and uh, your Power animal and also your higher self because i will do as many soul retrievals as necessary because i don't know how many parts of your soul are lost in the spiritual world it's a very complete work and not only all these steps i will teach you how to deal better with yourself, with others, and with life. Explaining how life works, you know, the laws of life. It's much deeper. It's actually way deeper than the secret and the law of attraction, because I've been studying this for decades also. And another thing, the sabotaging subs are way powerful than limiting beliefs. I will negotiate with your subs, with the lost parts of your soul, and so at the end, you will be complete again. You will really become independent, able to identify the cause of other situations in your life and work on them and solve, right? So if you are feeling really stuck in situations you cannot change and if you are really into self-improvement dm me and let's talk more about this my instagram is at gracieho g-r-e-i-c-y-h-o-o dm me because spots are limited this program is a very specific work i will work with you personally and guide you through an amazing journey. I'm not looking for, you know, building a community of disciples. And because I will take you by the hand and guide you for three months in this intense work and the very transforming work, that's why spots are limited. So uh, you have my attention, my focus on your process. So, Just DM me and we can talk more about this. Okay, that's it for today. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.